You're listening to the Refined Hippie Podcast, a show all about holistic lifestyle, nutrition, and plant-based veganism for a mind-body-spirit approach to living healthfully and happily for ourselves and our planet. Welcome to the show, my lovely friend. I am your host, Rebecca Henson. Thank you for joining me today on this very exciting podcast episode. We are covering a topic that has never been covered on the show. And my guest, Lauren Levine, is no stranger to the podcast. She actually joined us on episode number 56, which I highly recommend if you haven't listened to that one, where we chatted all about diaphragmatic breathing and the power of the breath. Since that interview, Lauren has been through a lot of life changes that led her to her new passion as a psychic medium. Lauren is an intuitive medium, movement and breath specialist, and mentor. She works with women desiring to connect with their body and intuition on a deeper level, as well as bring themselves out of pain, imbalance, and stress. Lauren guides women to tap into their own intuition more deeply, hear it more clearly, and heal their own body and soul. She is known by her clients as the body whisperer, which I do not doubt it at all. She is so incredible. And we had a blast chatting about spirits, intuition, and finding your higher self's desires. We get into growing up in a really old house. Lauren's experience as a child with spirits, how the media molds fear, becoming more intuitive, what are spirits, frequency, encountering spirits, being open to receive, coming from a place of love. We also talk about psychic mediumist readings, guides and angels, what is a medium versus a psychic, and how we can be supported by spirit. It is a super intriguing and fascinating subject and podcast. So without further ado, here is my chat with the lovely Lauren Levine. Hi, Lauren. How are you? It is so good to see you. Oh my gosh. Seeing you is just, it's the best. Oh, likewise. Oh my gosh, I feel like it's been a while. I mean, you were on the show, what was that, like two years ago or longer? Maybe longer. Wow. I know. It doesn't feel like that, though, in some weird way. No, it doesn't. But then at the same time, like a lot has happened, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Rebecca, it does. It feels like it was like not that long ago. I know. I mean, in my mind, I'm like, oh, it's like a year. And then I was thinking of all the things that have happened from when, because I was doing that. We didn't even, I'm in my art studio right now and we didn't even have this finished. It wasn't even here. So I was in my office inside the house. Yeah. And this has been here for like two years, maybe. Wow. Or two and a half, maybe two and a half. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Whatever it is, it's a long, it's a long time. Oh, that's wild. But you've had definitely a lot going on in the past few years. A lot of change. Yes. A lot of exciting new things happening too. Some some sad things happening and some exciting things. So um, we're just going to jump right into it because I, this topic, when I saw that you were doing this first off, I was super excited because I have always had a thing since I was, since I can remember, since I was little with spirits or ghosts, you know, whatever you want to call it, you know, it was like always something that I have gravitated to. I've loved stories. I've loved just the idea of being able to connect, you know, to a different, whatever you want, different plane, different realm, what, I don't know what, and we can, we'll jump right. We can get into all those kind of things. Um, and when I was little, we, the house that I grew up until we were five, my parents, uh, built, you know, a house, but before like their dream house or whatever, but before that, um, we lived in, in a old, it was an old, it was built in like the 1800s, a really neat old house. And it had this huge porch on the front. And apparently there were ghosts 
in the house uh, or outside. And I, of course, just heard that. I mean, in my mind, I feel like I heard it, but I was, I was, I, we lived there until I was five. So I don't really remember, but, but my, my parents said, have said it. And then like babysitters would say that you could hear footsteps on the front porch and they were like children because like a lot of kids had died. The, the, the family who, uh, who built the house had children who had passed away from like, you know, yellow fever or something of that time period. And so several people died in the house and you could hear, you could hear things. So yes. anyway, so I've always had just like, just loved it. You know, I don't know. Oh, I agree. I, I, um, sounds like we grew up in a very similar house. <laughs> <laughs> we had the front porch too. Nice. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's, I, I have been since I was little, just very like hyper aware, like, you know, of it all. And then it really shifted as time went at first it was, it was like ghosts, like scary is what at first I felt, you know? Um, and then as time progressed and, and I started to be able to communicate with them, understand what was going on. It was like a whole different world. Wow. Mm -hmm. But I absolutely that like, I I do believe that like as children, we are just so much more open and totally. Well, this is why a lot of times like children or animals, you know, a lot of times can see things or, or experience stuff that adults don't because we all, you know, we grow up and, you know, those are childish, silly thoughts. And you know, it's like believing in Santa or the Easter Bunny. And if you believe in ghosts, it's like believing in monsters or something, right? And so, I don't know. I think it's like a blockage when you get past a certain age for majority of people. Right. Yes. It turns into like Santa Claus. Like, is it real? Is it not? It's not real. <laughs> yeah. yeah if it- you can't see it with your own eyes and it's not real, or if science hasn't, you know, made sure that it's real, then... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So as a kid, you had kind of that, that sense, I mean, like even more so than like an average kid probably, or. Yeah. Um, I, I did. And you know, it was really interesting because so much would happen all over the entire house. Um, but I would spend so much of my time in my bedroom, but just so much would happen in the bedroom. And it was just kind of like, a a known thing. It went on, you know, everyone knew I experienced it. Everyone in my family, they actually had a a few, like each of my siblings, I have three siblings had, would have like, I think they each have like one or two experiences, um, that they could share as well. Um, it's like, it was like daily, you know, always, always aware (laughs) and things always going on. Like, so what, what type, when you say like, experience, like what kind of things would happen? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, really cool things. Now it's cool back then (laughs) like awful and scary, horrifying. Um, but you know, there, there was a woman that used to come in my room and she would sit down in the rocking chair and she would rock and she would just watch me and it would be nighttime and I would be in the bed And I'm watching the rocking chair and I could see like the imprint of her and the chair rocking. Um, And I would just, I was, would just hide under my (gasps) cover. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So she would do this. Um, These are the stories like that I remember the most, like the ones I'm going to tell you are the ones that like, I don't know, have just like stood out through time. Um, And then like, there was someone who used to come and knock on my door. And I would make my parents, I'd be like, do not close my bedroom door when we go to sleep, sleep time, door open, hall light on, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, (laughs) And if mm -hmm. anything changed, either of those changed, I would start like yelling for my mom or dad at night because I was, I would become afraid. But there was someone who would come and like knock on my door. They would knock three times and they would come into my room. And, you know, we had the old floors house from the 1800s too. Mm -hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <and> beautiful floors, <laughs> floors, beautiful yeah. floors, and you know, and you could hear as someone's walking, you can hear it, and so I would hear them walk across, you know, across the front of my bed, around to my 
side and I had a bathroom, an attached bathroom. Mine used to be the master. Um, and so they would go in there and they would flush the toilet. They would run the water at the sink, like, and then they would leave, they would walk out and then they would knock three times and leave. Um, so that was going on. And then like, just, it was consistent. Like there were always, you know, shadows. I could see shadows of like beings, um, all over. And then, um, this one time, this is another one of the stories that just really stands out to me. My dad was a surgeon and he would be gone, you know, a lot of nights and come home middle of the night, just always on call and whatnot. And, um, I had a, a, a windowsill and it looked out over our driveway and, um, you know, he would, he would come in and I would see his head, you know, the headlights of his car. And I would always run down to hang out with him and talk. And we would talk about like spiritual things and, you know, all of, all of that kind of world. Um, and so that was a regular thing. And, and if my mom heard me, she would yell, Lauren, you know, go to bed, get back in bed. <laughs> I would creep. I would like really tiptoe and try yeah. not to hear me. Um, but one night there were no head headlights, nothing came in the driveway, but I could hear, you know, how it's all wood, the floors, and there's so much in the sound carries. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I heard someone in the kitchen, I could hear it like water, like it's not like washing dishes, dishes clanking. And I was like, oh, dad, it's home, dad's home, you know? And I, I took off creeping down. I went down the front stairs instead of the back. It was like, which one is she going to? you know, hear more, which is, <laughs> uh -huh. and so I was like tiptoeing down the front stairs and I got to the front of the house and I turned the corner and looked down the hallway. And when you look down the hallway, you know, you see a few different doors and, um, I could see in the second door, you know, if I walked down the hallway, the light was on in the kitchen. You could just see the light pouring through the kitchen, the breakfast room, the dining room. And so I walked into the dining room and I'm seeing the light on, I'm hearing all of it, you know, and, um, and then I walk through the breakfast room, the light is on, I can't see the kitchen sink, dishes are clanking, water's going, sounds like someone's washing all the dishes. I take one step into the kitchen. I look at the room. It is spotless. There's no one in there. There are no dishes. There are no anything. The sink is perfectly clean and the lights go out. And I Whoa. was like, and it's, pitch black, dead silence oh in this room. And I took off running up to my parents' room. Um, oh my gosh. And, yeah. And that was- How their old were you? I was, um, I think I was around 10 at that wow. time. Yeah. And then they moved, you know, we moved at age 13 from that house. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. You know? <laughs> I'm free. I'm, yeah, I'm free. <laughs> and I, I did get to a point at age, like, I think I was like 12 or 13, but I just said out loud, I said, I don't want to see it anymore. I don't want to see it. There were a lot of other scary things I had seen. Um, I thought they were scary, you know, now looking back, I'm like, oh, like I can see it differently and I can mm -hmm. see, you know, um, as someone who just has more information, you know? So, um, but I, I remember I was saying, I was like, I don't want to see it anymore. I don't want to see it. And so it was really cool. And that I didn't visually see, but I still heard and felt and knew and like all the other things you can, you know, the other ways you can experience it all. And so that didn't go away. And then I, I, once I started studying and I realized just the boundaries we put out there, um, that I had put up a boundary. And so I was like, okay, I released that boundary. I want to see again. And so that's been cool, but we did move, you know, we moved and, and we lived in a home for a couple years that was not haunted, <laughs> which was <laughs> lovely. <laughs> then, Very then quiet, I, maybe <laughs> quieter. <laughs> to like no fear walking around the house. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, no running, you know, to get to the next yeah. room. Yeah. Um, and then I moved, I, I left home and went to Valley boarding school. And when I moved, they moved into another old okay. haunted house. And yeah. that one had a lot more, that one had a lot more, um, wild things like just 
going on. Do you know some of the history of the, of, of the house and whatnot? I love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this is interesting. I knew nothing about the house at first they bought it mm -hmm. and, um, you know, I was going to come home and visit for the weekend. And my mom was like, you know, they had literally just bought the house. And my mom was like, will you walk around? Like she knew, she knew what I experienced. She always believed me. She's like, will you walk around? I want to follow you. And will you tell me what you pick up? And I said, sure. And so I look at this house and I'm like, wow, this is like a stunning home. Mm -hmm. And the moment we walk inside, I was like, oh crap, mom, come on. <laughs> like, really? Oh no. <laughs> and it just, you could just feel, you know, it was just, and so as we started walking around, I would say, you know, different things to her. Like I remember one time, uh, one of the places we walked to was upstairs and, you know, we walked up the stairs, she was right behind me. And there's a small landing area that looks just like a, like a little wider hallway, but it's not, it wasn't a room, you know? Um, it was just like, you walked through it to go to a two bedrooms, you know? And so I saw it at the, at the top of the stairs and I said, oh my gosh. I said, so the man, I knew a man used to live in the home, but I didn't know about him. Mm -hmm. um, and then I, I just said, this is a really, like, he was a very depressed man. And, mm -hmm. and I'm like, you know, said something about, did he take his own life? And she's like, yes. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I was like, in, in that room. And she's <gasps> like, yes. What? And then I said, at this top floor, I said, he used to have a television in here on this landing space. And it's, it was in that corner. And then he had a big chair over here and, you know, a rug. And that was all that was in the room. And he would sit here. This is where he would sit at night and watch television. And mom was like, you're exactly right. Th those items were in here when we came to view the house. Um, wow. And so that kind of thing, you know, just kind of walking around and, um, insane. Yeah. We had one night I came to visit again and I would not sleep by myself in that house. So my younger brother was still there. And so I'm like, okay, we're sleeping together. <laughs> he's like, what? <laughs> yeah. He's like, okay. Okay. I get it. I get it. I was like, I am not sleeping alone in this wow. house. And, um, there was a room that my mom had painted red and it was upstairs and I'm like, that's creepy mom. Yeah. Why? <laughs> why red? <laughs> he had no fear, no fear. No. <laughs> and so he and I, we slept in that room and it was like a king bed. And, um, I took Benadryl that night to go. I was like, I am taking, I'm going to be knocked out. I got to be knocked Knock out. Me out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so it ended up in the middle of the night. Um, I, I slept through it, but the next morning, he was like, are you, are you okay? You know, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm great. He's like, how did you sleep? I said, oh, I slept great. I was out. And he's like, yeah, I know that. I know you were out. And I said, why? And he said, well, because in the night, and we had had a guest here at one point, like months before who had had the same experience, by the way, he said in the night, in the middle of the night, all of a sudden it felt like someone put their hands on the bed and started shaking the bed. And he was like, stop. He's like, I at first just stayed there. He's like, and then it got a little stronger, you know, the shaking like going on. And he's like, and then I was like, they're going to wake you up and you're going to freak out. So he was like, stop, please stop. Don't shake the bed, please. Like, and he's like, so they, they stopped. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And that was during my, this is scary phase. Like, that, I, yeah. I'm freaked out right now, but yeah. part of me is like, I want to see, I want to have these experiences, but then at the same time, I'm like, but do I, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's wild. Like Rebecca, I really feel like what we, um, for one, I definitely feel like what energy we're putting out is coming back. Mm. I've found that a lot of the scariness that comes with, you know, being afraid of ghosts or spirits or, um, is really our own energy being projected back to us, our own fear, our own energy. Mm. So it really is, um, what we think it is, you know, like as, as time continued and I worked with, um, my first mentor, um, 
she taught me, she taught me not to be afraid. And she taught me, you know, she was like, look, look deeper, you know, look deeper. Cause ultimately it's like, we're just seeing the surface level of what's happening and we're not, we're not peeling back the layers and saying, what is really going on here? Is there a message, you know, coming through? Um, who is this, you know, but our mind tends to take us because it's the unknown. Yeah. Our mind will take us to a different place. And unfortunately we've had so many scary movies that I was going to say, I mean, definitely <laughs> so many scary movies where, yeah, where a lot of times the ghosts can hurt us, I guess too, you know? And so that's, Right. I mean, yeah, that can be back in the back of our heads. And I used to be, I mean, again, like I was always fascinated with it as when I was like 12, I definitely like went through this time period where I loved scary movies and all my friends and I did. So we would have slumber parties and rent all the scariest movies, you know, and like enjoy being scared for some reason, you know, this is, you know, obviously before scary, the scary movies today are just torture movies. I don't even, ugh, you know, yeah, totally different than, than back in the day. But, um, but yeah, it's just the unknown, like you have no, just unknown, you know? Right. What's Absolutely. the scary part? And it's interesting. Like, I love that you brought up the movies too, because the movies, they shape us. They shape our world, you know? Um, we're kind of led, I feel like, by by movies. Totally. Oh, we're molded. We're molded to how we believe in everything. I mean, that's why, you know, we're we're influenced by everything, whether you realize it or not, even if it's in your subconscious, you know? Um, I mean, speaking of fear, this is not ghost, but I know that, you know, when Jaws came out, literally people were not going in the water all over the world. Like it terrified, everybody had not, most people had not even given a second thought to sharks in the water. And then that movie came out and everybody loses their minds. And then today still, you know, people have this giant fear of sharks, but sharks only kill like eight people a year or something <laughs> like Right. Like, I, what? <laughs> you know, yeah. that ha people die in car crashes like every minute that many people, you know, probably. So, yeah. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because I did um, shifting, kind of being aware that it was me putting all this fear on all of it. Um, it I was able to sit with it and be like, okay, wait a second, let's actually sit with this and be with this um, and change it. And now this is really funny, but now I can watch horror movies and I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. It's, it's you know, I see it and feel it differently. Wow. And out of all the readings I've, I've done, I literally have not, I mean, it's so, there's so much love. Like there's, so much love that comes through because that's really what it is. It's communication. Um, one of the funny things is the people who have had experiences with spirits or ghosts is what I used to call them. Now I call them spirits. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, is, is like the thought, you know, could it be someone that you love who's passed away that they're trying to say hi to you? And that's one of the things that I found so yeah. often when I talk with people is when they look back, they're like, oh my gosh. That's totally what it was. Yeah. You recognize later, wow, that was my grandmother. Oh. And she, you know, was trying to say hi and tell me that she loved me. And I freaked out. And like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> freaked out and ran. <laughs> yeah. Ran the other way. Yeah. What do you think about like spirits coming through um, like dreams? Because I've had some dreams that like, I just felt like they were, my loved one. Like it wasn't just, I don't know. It was just, it was, it's a different feeling than a normal dream. That's weird. I have weird dreams anyways. My dreams are like super bizarre, but, but it was, it's different. It has a totally different feel. Like you wake up being like, huh, I feel like that was them, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I 100% believe that they come through to us in dreams. Mm -hmm. I do. And how you said, like, you can feel it you know, you feel like there's something different. It just feels so real. It's so mm -hmm. vivid, like you could touch them. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I 100% believe that. And if you are having the feeling like, was this that person, you know, even if you're like, you're seeing signs in the daytime and you're like, oh, that's interesting. That butterfly just came through. And I always, I associate that person with the butterfly. You know, if we're having a feeling like, I wonder if that was 
someone I love from the other realm speaking to me or giving me signs, then it's a yes. Then, hmm. and that's exactly what it is because that doesn't come into our mind, you know, yeah. unless it's meant, it's like a whisper that's put through. Yeah. Us. Cause then it's this rational mind, whatever that's like, Oh no, no, it's just a coincidence. It's just an accident. You know, I just saw 10 cardinals in a day or whatever, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, cause that was like my grandma. A lot of times uh, I feel like loved ones have or grandmothers for some reason have, they love birds. I love birds. I'm already in my grandma stage. So <laughs> my granny, she did, she loved cardinals and she loved cardinals on, you know, little tea towels or wh- whatever. And so my mom and I both, whenever we see a cardinal, we're like, oh, maybe it's granny. And there have been a couple of times that it was just, I don't know why it was the situation or where I was or whatever, that it just felt like it was, that it was her, you know, and then mm. it probably was. Yeah, exactly Exactly right. And it's interesting too, because if you are aware, you'll notice that the moments you feel that could be a moment when you're daydreaming or you're kind of like, um, you're not fully in your logical mind. Mm -hmm. So if we're in our logical mind, we are not in our intuitive mind, Mm -hmm. you know, we kind of have to, um, Stepping side to side. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and you, with you saying in intuitive mind, I think that that is something that I don't know if it's our society or the current time period we're in or something, but it's definitely seems like intuition is kind of pushed out of people, you know, yeah. like taught to not listen to our gut or listen to our, listen to our intuition. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly right. So how can someone regain that? Because I feel like I am still, I'm, I am still struggling with it. I am definitely more intuitive than I, I, I feel like, I feel like I've always been intuitive, but it has, it's always been that my logical mind just kind of takes over. And I swear, this is why I was like bad at multiple choice. <laughs> you know, my first answer would always be the right one. And then I would second guess it. I'm just like a always second guess things, you know? Mm -hmm. I do. I do know. Um, I like to think of it, you know, um, is dropping deeper into our body, but in a different way, you know, it's like necessarily, um, I mean, it can be like light movement or gentle movement, you know, but I like to think of it not as like exercise, like not doing necessarily exercise, but like more being able to feel what, what the things in our body, what's going on within us feels like, you know, um, one of the things I love that I, um, that I talk with my clients about is, you know, as you talk to other people, noticing your own system, your own body, it's like, you can be in your own self 55% and aware of you and how you feel and be able to take care of your own self-care. Think about, you know, when you talk to someone and you're like, if you're reaching forward with your head and then you're like, my neck hurts later, you know, that kind of thing. Um, So kind of keeping in that 55% of you and 45% the other person. So just noticing and keep that um, and that, that awareness, it's building awareness on different levels. Um, But just dropping deeper into that, that awareness piece. I also like to think of the breath as being a link to the subconscious. Mm -hmm. Totally. And then moves that like the fascia and the the fascial tissue, the emotions, the memory, the, this stuff, you know? So I like to think of it kind of stirring things up and moving things up and out and clearing the space and clearing the way um, for more awareness to come in. But I definitely think that our just general awareness is, is a big, you know, our awareness, are we able to, to stop and pause, you know? Mm. I know I was, we are always just going, going, going and, um, just having that stillness, which I think a lot of people avoid and I'm guilty of it sometimes, you know, of avoiding, you know, the either I, or, or boredom. I mean, you see this, if you go out into public and everybody's on their cell phone and like, 
not being president and you're like, God, this is a weird world. Like everybody's a zombie, you know, but being able to be bored and be still and be present is something that, you know, I'm striving for more in my life. And I think most people are, you know, and I think just like you're saying that that is a helpful way as well, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's interesting. It's gotten like more challenging with as time goes and more electronics come in and more, you know, like pressures come in and just have this constant contact to everything. And really it's just, it's like shutting down that contact um, and being able to just drop it and feel your own self, I think is a huge, huge part of it because, you know, we can feel like those, the moments where it's like, okay, I suddenly feel anxiety in my system or I suddenly feel, do you know, these different things that come up. And so I, that's where I like to start people with that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's helpful. Mm -hmm. So back to the spirits. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know I have, so, I have so many questions I feel but we're gonna have to you know I generally like them to be an hour long so we can't <laughs> we'll have to do an episode um two or something on it but I mean what what do you think spirits are are they are they trapped in like kind of you know a middle space before they go to a different realm or like is it because of trauma that's happened in their life that they're kind of stuck or what what do you think it is Mm, that's a great question. Cause I think that there's so much, um, so much that goes on so many different viewpoints or thoughts or ideas. Um, first I want to preface it by saying, like, I don't think we fully know until we actually pass, you know? So I don't know, like, I'm not the, like, I can tell you my experience, which is what I'm going to do. Um, but I, I don't know. The more I learn, the more I don't know anything. Yeah, um, same. I think we're all like that. <laughs> yes. Like I, humans don't know anything really. We are like me. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, so, you know, I say, you know, take this as one of the thoughts you can have, um, you know, but what I feel and what I've experienced is I believe that, um, that, everyone, like all spirits have this ability to, uh, be in different places. You know, it's like if someone passes and, you know, we can think like, oh, someone goes to heaven or, you know, these different thoughts. So maybe they go somewhere different, you know, but also I do believe that our energy or our spirit is able to be in different places at different times. So you know how, um, there can be stories of like, let's say siblings, something happens where, at, you know, one of their parent passes and both siblings experience having a with the, their mom at the exact same moment, you know, that kind of, so I do believe that I don't believe that I don't believe spirits are trapped or like any of that kind of thought. Like, I don't believe it's like they can't move forward. I don't, I don't believe that stuff. Um, I believe that all spirits and ours included, our own spirits as well, have this ability to be much bigger than in our own body. And so I think that um, spirit, it's just a different realm. It's like, you know, this, this ability to be in different places is possible as, as a spirit. I do believe that they're in a, a different realm. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, I don't know, I have different thoughts like that we bring our frequency higher you know, we work to bring our own frequency higher so we can communicate with them and they bring theirs lower. And then we kind of meet in the middle. Do you know? Uh, yeah. 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 You no, know, kind of yeah. what I think of it's like turning the channel, like on a television, like you're trying to find the right channel, you know, yeah. you're like, Am I? um, and it lights up different parts just for the human perspective. It lights up different parts of the brain. You know, there, there have been like these studies where, um, where mediums, they've worked with mediums and kind of looked at where the brain is working when they're working with spirit and it's a different part of the brain. So, what? yeah. So that's kind of cool too. I mean, who knows? I just, wow. I just, learn and then I just throw the information all the different places. Yeah. And, but, but that I makes sense anyways. I mean, we only, at, we're only accessing, I forget, it's some ridiculously low percentage of our brain. So yeah, yeah. it makes sense if you, that, that those who are in tune are accessing a different part that the normal person isn't. 
Right. Yeah. And it's interesting too, because I have this where I'm like, I'm not sure which is the chicken and which is the egg. Like, is it that the experience starts happening? And so it makes the brain, or is it that you're actively going to the brain space and then it allows the access to the other realm? Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. But Rebecca, it's interesting with the thought of like, um, I think there's so much fear-based, you know, even, even I think of like, if someone's trapped or, you know, we're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to save them. Or, you know, I don't right. think that save spirits. I think they are so much more powerful than we give them credit for in, in a thought like that. So I really, anything for me that, that, that could come to a fear-based place. Um, I just, I'm like, no, that's just not for me. You're that's like, I don't right. have time for that. Yeah. I don't have time for that. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I feel like, you know, when we live in love, then that's what we're experiencing. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And, and always trying, you know, talking, going back to the frequency. Um, I think that that is it's something that I want to like, I don't know, study more or I, I don't even know what, how you study frequency, but I, you know, I am definitely more aware of it. And I, th- I forgot who the, oh, his name is David Hawkins. Uh, he has since passed away, but he was a philosopher and he had this whole system of frequency and consciousness and how, um, you know, Buddha and Jesus were of course at the top frequency. I think it's on a scale of like zero to like a thousand or something. Do you, are you familiar with this? Anyways, and they're like, I should send it to you. Um, I don't even know where I'm going with this, but just <laughs> in general, just learning more about how you can raise your frequency and and how, you know, when you are feeling a certain vibe, you're like your energy is just feeling good. Like we were saying in the beginning of this year has been like, we just feel like it's going to be a really good year. I don't know if it's the frequency or the energy or if it's what frequency we're exuding that it just feels like stuff is pulling towards us that's good, you know? Um and so, yeah, just always trying to to be in tune with that and trying to improve it. And I, I think a lot of people, when you say frequency or you say energy, a lot of times people think that's woo-woo or whatever. And I'm like, I have definitely experienced that. I've experienced, I mean, I can feel people's energy. If I'm around them, I'm like, ugh, that energy. Or, the, you know, you can even have an energy in a room that's just like, and, and obviously I'm sure you can feel it when there might not be anybody even in the room but you can feel the energy, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's true, Rebecca, like, you know how, if, if, if someone like a couple's had an argument and they were in a room and then they leave the room and there's no one in the room and you walk in the room and you're like, Ooh, something just gone. Right. Yeah. Even like, if you see, if you see a couple, they just had an argument. I'm going to use this one. Cause we all know this. Um, <laughs> if there's like a couple, they've just had an argument and they're not saying anything to each other, their faces are settled, but you feel it. Mm-hmm. And so I think of that. Yeah. So it's like the spirit stuff that we think is spirit stuff is like leftover human negative energy. Energy. Yeah. I actually think from humans, like spirits are in such a higher frequency I just I think that humans leave a lot of imprint it's like an imprint you know yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I totally feel that yeah um so we're really like a lot of clearing I think of as clearing human energy mm -hmm. like you know Mm -hmm. yeah I wanted to my our house that we're in that that we that we bought a few years ago it was built in the 50s and the same lady lived here for like 70 years. And I don't know. I just had this feeling. I've told my husband, he hasn't, I I just feel like she's here or she passed away. Like my thing, my initial reaction was like, somebody died here. You know, like, it's like, ah, (laughs) 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 I just feel it. And, and he, and he hasn't really felt it, but I'm like, I don't know. There's just been some situations and see, I want to, I, this is why I'm so intrigued. Cause I'm like, maybe I can become, I don't know, just like, more, I'm not trying to be a medium or anything, but maybe I could be more intuitive and, and feel things more. Cause I, I, in one, in a way, I feel like I'm already a little bit on the edge there because I, yeah, like with our house, I'm like, I don't know, this room feels weird. I have saged it. 
staged the whole thing and I did this whole like, you know, little walk through in the house with the sage and I I read somewhere that you're supposed to say certain phrases and say, you know, only only positive energy is allowed here. If you don't belong, you must go on and I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, I yeah, my our house, I'm like I just feel like there's something something here and maybe it's not necessarily her maybe it's her energy maybe I don't know you know I just I don't know what it is but there's there's just a feeling there's a vibe you know absolutely absolutely and I do think that you know we have choices like we can say we can say hey I want you to clear from my space and I Mm -hmm. I don't want you hanging out you know we can say that um the boundaries are great like the boundaries are really great Um, and so this is interesting, Rebecca. So it it turned out the woman who was rocking in the chair, I forgot to tell this. Oh yeah, I know. I want to, what's the story with her? She was the woman who used to own the house and that was her bedroom. Oh, she was looking after me. Yeah. Watching me, you know? Yeah. So, and I knew she used to live in the house like that. I knew. And then time passed. I'm like, oh my gosh, of course it was. Yeah. What about the person knocking on the door? I don't know who that was. I don't know, but it never felt, it just felt like someone was like walking through, going to go, go into the bathroom or going to, yeah. They were just just making sure they could come in, you know, kind of thing. (laughs) Maybe so. But yeah. And like, you know, I think of speaking of, um, homes. Um, I think that one of the things I do think that there can be like such love for our homes, for our spaces, mm-hmm. you know, I love my home. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. it so much. <laughs> I spent yeah. a lot of time there, so I should love it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I always think that, you know, with like encountering spirits, I feel like it's the most magical thing we can do. And like, I feel like when we encounter, you know, there's a message, there's a reason. So it's like, I, I like to say they won't let us miss it. So if we're having an encounter, you know, and we're like, gosh, you know, it feels like there's someone here. So I love the thought of just being like, you know, I'm just going to do a meditation. I, I like the thought of opening our light, you know, thinking of a light, find our heart space opening and like opening bigger. Um, and just kind of feeling and whatever comes first, you know, this is not the logical mind, right? It's not like, okay, what do you want to say? Tell me what you want. You know, we, we control others and we can't control spirits. Definitely <laughs> so, not them. <laughs> right, right. So we, we just listen, you know, we just listen. And then I do think like the thought of being open to receive, you know, what might come through, perhaps it's just like, you know, I don't know love my house for me or who knows what will come through. But, you know, I I think of it as there's a message and they don't want us to miss it. But I think that it comes to us in love. You know, I think it comes to us um, trying to support our lives bigger and more. Mm. Yeah. I like that. I love that. (laughs) Um, I, I, I feel like people might be curious. I'm curious. Do you think there are bad spirits and how do you know if it's a bad spirit mm-hmm. um so i personally i personally don't even like bother with even the thought about that or going there yeah um i feel like we have so much uh like how I said, like boundaries. And so, um, I know whenever I do readings, like I, I just say, I'm opening the space. I invite in my guides. I invite in my angels, you know, like a higher power, like God is who I personally invite in and everyone else has a different higher power or God, you know? Um, but that's who I invite in. And then I'll invite in their spirit guides and their angels and then I say, you know, whatever comes through is like, if it was you, I would say whatever comes through is for Rebecca's highest good and for my highest good. Um, and so that's what I'm always putting out. I'm just always putting out and saying, you know, I want what's for my highest good to come through. Um, now, at times I have felt strange things that felt in the moment scary for me. I think of like a couple of times that 
I was like, <gasps> you know, um, where something has happened, but, um, but it was because I didn't recognize the form in front of me that I was seeing was things. And so I do, I do think of like, um, we think of like star beings. Yeah. You know? Like, cause we're not the only, I mean, come on, yeah. there's, and there's gotta be more. Like, it has to be, yeah. There has sure. to be more than just yeah. human beings where, you know, our egos are, <laughs> you yeah. know, giant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not like the be all end all. I'm sure there's like other yeah. life. Um, and so, you know, I think that can be something that can feel scary, but I don't, uh, where we don't recognize the form, recognize what we're seeing or experiencing. But I really, I really don't subscribe to the, and maybe also, you know, you're, because you are coming about it with that higher frequency and that love, just like you're saying, you're not attracted, like that's, those right. are not attracted. Like they're not even in the vicinity kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I remember if they exist, I mean, I, you know, which I, I would think they, I mean, in my mind, I feel like they do because it's like, if you have darkness, you have light kind of thing. And you know, there's bad people just like, so I don't know bad people in the world that are alive. So maybe there's bad people, bad spirits, you know, because of that. I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. There was, oh, there's one book and I can't remember the name of it. It was really thick and big and probably not many people would, you know, be <laughs> super interested in reading yeah. it. If I remember the name, I'll, I'll let you okay. know. But um, actually, I think it was a popular though. Um, but it goes into like deep, thought about all of this. Um, and it even talks about, like, it says, like, even those who have committed, you know, uh, there's a thought in the book. This is, I, I don't know what, honestly, Rebecca, I'm like, I can only speculate, you know, I, I don't. Um, but in the book, they, uh, the man talks about how essentially, like, we're all sent here you know, our spirit comes in, into this world with like good intention and like, you know, all of that. And perhaps we come in with certain things we want to accomplish in this lifetime. And so when we get there, let's say it's like a man comes in and he's like, you know, I felt like I couldn't protect my son in the last life. I want to protect my son and I want to make sure that he doesn't do, you know, get into trouble like he did in the last life or something. And so maybe he takes it too far and he ends up being abusive, you know, and he's like, no, don't do that. No, don't behave. You know? So there are thoughts like that. Like he, he was talking about something like that in the book. Um, but that man, that spirit is still going to, um, be after passing treated with love and kindness. And there's a thought in the book, it's like, and being brought to a specific space, a specific room, like where you go to and you learn, you learn why you were on earth, what you came into this lifetime to do. And you learn like, did you do it or did you take it overboard? And did you, yeah. do you know, how yeah. did, how did it go? <laughs> how did yeah. it go? Yeah. And, um, and then you, you regroup and you, um, essentially like learn your lessons, you know? Oh my gosh. I just watched a movie about this. <laughs> Did you? It was on HBO. It was, um, oh my gosh, what is that actor? Oh, darn, I can't. Okay. So it's the dad, it's, it's Marlon from Finding Nemo. That's the voice. And I can't think of what his name is. Um, but essentially it's him and Meryl Streep. It's from like the eighties or like, and they end up in this place that's, they, they basically have an evaluation of their life yeah. and they have like a panel of, of course it's more, it's a movie. So it's more silly. So they have like a panel sitting there and, and they go through some, it's basically like a, it's almost like a trial because there's two different lawyers and he has his own lawyer. And then there's the other lawyer that is basically on the side of, you need to go back. Like you did not learn this. Look at what you did uh, and on this date when you were 12 years old, you know, or whatever. It was funny. Okay. I want to know the name of that. Okay. I'm going to look it up. I will say, I'm going to text it to you, but, um, okay. it's cute. So I do, I do. There's something in me that like does gravitate towards that idea. 
you know, is when I think about my own personal belief systems. Um, again, we don't know any of this until we pass, but I believe that any experience we have is like love-based. It comes in good for higher support. I think that our own energy can shift it and kind of turn it into a scary thing, a bad thing. Um, but I, I do, I subscribe to the thought that, I don't know, that life is beautiful and spirits, it's such a gift to be able to communicate with them. And that's amazing. Every reading, honestly, Rebecca, every reading I've ever had has been just so filled with love and connection and um, like intimacy and, you know, awareness and the messages so real and true for the people. And, um, and I really, I've not experienced negative stuff coming through. I've not experienced that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I want to do a reading. Oh my God. I would love that. I totally want one. So you can do people, people can do one through zoom or through the phone. Oh my gosh. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Wow. Right. I'd love to do zoom. Um, cause then I record you see it. That. Yeah. I would say that's way better. Yeah. You know, yeah. And enjoy it and just kind of be present. So how does a person get prepared if they're going to do a reading? Yeah. Um, so I, I, um, I say no drinking beforehand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah no I also drink- say no drinking beforehand. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and then really, I, I love the thought of writing down all your past loved ones on a piece of paper um, because sometimes we forget, you know, so come through and then we realize later um, or like, oh gosh, that was uncle Marty. He was the one with that mustache who, um, so I love the thought of writing it down. Cause I feel like also it, it would be you inviting them in, um, of who you would love to, to come in. You know, you, you can't guarantee who comes in, who shows up, you know, I, um, that's another big question I get asked is they're like, I'd like to talk to this one person. And I want to talk about this one topic. And I'm like, all we can do is show up. We don't control it. Like it's been a huge lesson for me and a great, great thing for me personally to be like, I have no control. I just show up and I just beforehand, I get myself to a space where I'm like able to be present and open and aware. And I'm like, use me as as a vessel and I invite loved ones in spirit to blend with me Um, and and really just showing up and being present. I find if there's like, um, like pushing and forcing and like, nope, like that doesn't work here. You just show up and every time what's actually meant for that person comes through. And I'm going to say, I mean, almost always, you know, when they show up, I, I say, don't tell me anything. Don't tell me anything. I, I know your name and that's it. You know, I, I was going to ask like, what, if you take any, I mean, I would assume not because otherwise that would be kind of like, well, you already knew <laughs> like, right. yeah, no, they show up and I just, I know their name and that's it. And, um, and I'm like, don't tell me anything. And, you know, we start and, um, most of the time I'm going to say like 98% of the time, all their questions get answered. And their thoughts get answered before we get, you know, close to the end, about two thirds of the way through, I'll stop and say, like, do you have any questions, anything that hasn't come up that you're really wanting to know about? And then they can, you know, bring anything else. Um, Most of the time they're like, wow, literally you just said every single thing that I needed to hear. And we talked to who we wanted, who I needed to talk to, like, you know, um, but if not, those questions are are welcome. And, and then we look into that deeper. It's like a therapy approach. Like I, I believe in readings, you know, there can be where it's like um, a, a more spiritualist feel, which is where it's, there's like lots of evidence, you know, very evidence-based. And I believe in having the evidence, but it's like, I want to go into the heart and soul and like intimate connection between you know, you and yourself or you and your loved one or what's, you know, coming from your guides and. Wow. Um, 
does everybody everybody has guides and angels like how how many do you is is there like a number or is it just kind of like that's a great question so yes we all do we all do and um they're with us always you know they're always there our guides are actually not people that we've known on in our physical life this this go round but you know how you'll hear people say like um your guide is an American Indian, or, you know, you'll hear things like that. And so I like to think of it like, okay, if you're seeing something like that, I think it's coming from a past life, like it oh, man. Your loved ones from a past life who they promised themselves to you in this life to support you and, and guide you and, and be there to walk along your path with you. So we have different guides. Also, some can stay with us our entire life. Some are just there for little moments here and there, you know, so we always have different numbers coming in and out. And, and I think of that with angels too, you know, I think of it, angels, I, I think are different. I, I think angels are just this higher energetic frequency. Um, That's what yeah. I would think. I don't know. I, I know nothing about it, but if a visual of an angel, it's just like a light being that's, you know, I don't know, mm-hmm. way up there and <laughs> different. I, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, how do you find out? Like if, I mean, do you, are you able to to tune into that or? Oh, cool. Yeah, um... I do. Yeah. I have a, an agreement. I'm like, okay, their guides stand over here. Their angels stand over here when they come in. I'm like, their loved ones are right by my side. So I kind of assign them places. Um, it gives me like quicker access to know. I mean, do you like you, actually can see them it's like is it like in your mind's eye kind of thing that you see them or how does that work mm-hmm. oh, that's a great question too I love these um <laughs> these are like all the questions I, I'm like so fascinated like, by no. it I don't know if you can tell but <laughs> yeah that's a great question so it can be any and all it can be an, any and all um most mediums from you know all the experiences like of mediums you know, out of what I, who I've spoken to and myself, um, it's mind's eye, but then at times, um, like I will feel like, like it could turn into a little bit of a projection. Do you know where it's like, like transparent kind of a little bit? Yeah. A little bit like that. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's a combination of the both for me. Um, but the mind's eye, it's like that third eye, um, is you know a great great visual yes yeah I'm so envious <laughs> like I want to see somebody I want to like <laughs> yeah. but that's why we have you so <laughs> right and and here's the thing you know this is what's really cool is that we all I, I do believe that um you know it's different like psychic is different than medium um I had what's someone- the difference between what is the difference yeah. So psychic would be like soul to soul. So it's like, I'm, um, working with your soul to, to read, you know, um, to have the information to, to bring the information forth. And then medium would be, uh, working with an outside spirit, like someone in spirit. So I had, um, one of my mentors did say, I'm still not sure. Like I, I'm like, there are no correct answers. I think we're all just, you know, figuring it all out. But um, I did have one of them say, like, not all psychics are mediums, but all mediums are psychics. So that was a thought. But another thought is I'm, I feel like we all could have this ability to be psychic. I think we all do. You know, I think that we just have different levels, like we just hone it differently. And then I, I don't know, I, I am at a place where I'm wondering, I'm like, could we all be mediumistic too? You know, who knows? Yeah. I mean, the way you've talked about it, I feel like, I think in my mind, I feel like everybody is capable of it, but there's a lot of blockages that people have that, you know, maybe in another life they will figure it out or something, you know? 
But right. I think there's a lot of, and condition, like we're talking about conditioning, that's so strong. You know, the conditioning is very strong. <laughs> so <laughs> for a lot of people in a lot of different ways, you know, and myself included, I'm sure, you know, so um, I think it's, I mean, it's one of those things that if, if you, if it's not, if it doesn't come naturally, like it has for you, you know, I think that, and this is just my random thought, but that it would have to be something that you, somebody seeks out to try to you know, they're, they're obviously trying to evolve and change and, you know, grow in different ways. And maybe, maybe then, you know, maybe, I don't know. That's just, yeah. yeah. That's my theory. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, well, again, I feel like we could talk about this all, all day, but, um, how can people get in touch with you or, you know, if they, if they want a reading, like how, how long does it take to get that scheduled? How long does the reading last? All of those kind of fun details. Mm -hmm. um, so the website is Lauren Levine movement.com. Um, I actually work with, I work with women, like really hearing your own intuition and working with your body intuition, um, and then doing readings, you know, and they can be guidance readings. They can be psychic mediumistic readings. So, um, so it's laurenlevinemovement.com. And then my handle on Instagram is Lauren Levine movement. Um, the, the sessions are 50 minutes, five zero, uh, and what was your other question? Am I missing something? Um, like if, if somebody wants to plan one, a schedule one, it like, does it take a long time to get on the books kind of thing? Or I'm speaking for myself, you know, yeah. and other people. <laughs> right now, I'm, I think I'm like a month and a half out, booked out. So go ahead and jump in. Now, what I will do if it does book up, like right now I'm thinking about adding more for next mm -hmm. month. So, um, so if I see that they book up quickly and I have extra space, I'll add more. And so definitely keep looking, definitely look, even if you see that it's booked, um, you can always reschedule if you book later and then want to reschedule earlier if something comes available. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they just, I mean, um, I've been super excited just about how, uh, how I feel like we're supported by spirit and the things that we um, where we're meant to go and what we're meant to do, what we're meant to provide for others, you know, mm -hmm. I feel like. I love that. And it also gives, you know, kind of confirmation that we're not alone. You know, I think a lot of us feel we can have times in our life when we're going through hard times that you do feel so alone and you feel like there's nobody there, but this just kind of helps give people more peace that they're not alone, you know, in so many different ways, whether it's, you know, God, I think believing in the higher power, believing in God definitely helps. And then knowing that you are surrounded by all this love. Um, I don't know. It just helps, mm. helps, helps life. Life is hard. So, <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 And Rebecca, it's interesting. You say that I want to throw in one last little um, story real quick, but this is just an example of how we are not alone. Um, and, and our loved ones, like they are right there with us. And like, we just are, everyone is like walking by our side, truly. Mm. Um, I had one, I love to tell this story. Um, it's one of my favorite just because of like, it gave her something she didn't have, you know? And I find that that's true for, for the readings is there, is there's something that's, you know, needed like a, a space, you know? Um, and so with this woman, her grandmother came in, her grandmother passed really young. She was 52. Um, and she hadn't gotten to really have a relationship with her grandmother. And, uh, the grandmother talked about the relationship between the grandmother and the woman's mom, and then the grandmother and the woman that I was with, you know, her granddaughter. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then at the end she was saying she wanted to, she was showing this black beaded piece of jewelry, like a necklace, black beaded necklace. And she was saying like here, and then she was talking about someone named Rosemary, Okay. And, um, I was like, I don't know, is this, does this make sense to you? You know, do you understand this? And the woman's like, no, I don't. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, let's just let that float in the air and we'll move forward. You know, we'll just let it float and we'll keep going. And so we did. And as soon as I got off the, 
Zoom with her. I'm like, rosary. The woman was saying rosary. So I, I sent it, you know, I messaged the woman. I said, she's saying rosary. Do you know this? The black beaded rosary. And the woman's like, oh my gosh. She's like, I don't, but thank you. And I'm like, well, keep me posted. And I, I like to say that to people. I'm like, keep me posted. If there's something that's floating in the air, let me know. And then I get these messages and I love them. And it's all caps, Lauren, you are not going to believe this exclamation points. And when those come in, I'm like, what is it? Tell me. I'm still in awe. Like I'm in awe of all of it. Um, it'll never get old. And, and so she said, you don't know this about me. She's like, but I'm a property manager. She said, and I went into a property. This was a week after we had our reading. She's like, I went into a property and um, it was spotless. Like someone had like vacated and didn't pay rent and just, they left and there was nothing there. And she's like, so I, I looked everywhere. She's like, normally I'm not the one who does these, but I was that day, you know, I needed to be that day. And she's like completely empty, nothing in, in anywhere, anywhere to be found. She goes, I walked into the bathroom, hanging on the mirror was a black beaded rosary. What? Like, uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I have so many stories like this. Like these stories are wild, Rebecca. Wild. Like, what am I, what am I meant to do with it? And I don't remember the information it's being passed through. Yeah. I'm not creating it. So I don't always remember. And where I had it recorded, I happened to, I was like, let me go look. So I went and I looked and I was like, wow. Okay. So she said, and the grandmother wanted her to have this. She wanted to be able to give her something now to be like, let's build our relationship and create our oh. relationship forward. Isn't that, wrong? that is wild. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's beautiful. Yeah. I, I'm like, I don't even know what to say, but I'm just like speechless. Like, and that's the stuff I find. Like, those are the stories I have. Like that's incredible. my world spirit. Like it's, yes. it's, and it's all it totally magical. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to schedule a session. So <laughs> so much fun. Oh my gosh. I know. I'm kind of scared, but also excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll be in good hands. I, I know I will. I know I will. That's why I feel good. That's why I feel confident about it. So, oh my gosh, this has been so much fun. Oh, thank you for having me. And it's been so good to have, to see your beautiful face and, uh, and your wonderful energy. Talk about energy. Oh. What's going on? You have Thanks the greatest energy. Thank you so oh. much. I've been looking so forward to seeing you. You know, I just like adore you and what you do. Oh, thank you. Likewise. Totally. I will put all of your information in the show notes. So anybody who wants to connect, they can just click right on the link and we will have a follow-up mm. for sure after mine. Okay. <gasps> Absolutely. Wouldn't that be yeah. fun? That would be let's so fun. Oh my gosh. Let's do that. Okay. Do it. I love it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. How fascinating was that conversation? I am so pumped about my reading that I have scheduled for next month. So stay tuned. We will definitely have a follow up uh, after I have my reading with her. I absolutely cannot wait. Um, this has been something that. I feel like I've wanted to do, but there definitely are a lot of people out there claiming to be psychic mediums, and we didn't really touch on this subject, but I feel like maybe we should on the next one, uh, and you just never know. It's like all industries. You don't know who you're getting. You don't know if you can trust them, and Lauren is one of the most kind, beautiful, amazing people that I know, and I trust her wholeheartedly, so I cannot wait. Be sure to check out her website and her Instagram, which is all going to be in the show notes. And if you are interested in having a reading, you can go to her page and learn all about it. So again, I hope you enjoyed that. And until next time, my lovely friend, peace and plants.